Disclaimer, all views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guests, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers gaming news, upcoming releases, and topics from all aspects in the gaming industry. Kick back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Hello everybody, and... Welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson. Joining me this week, he is a, you might think he is a very famous chef, and even though this man has invented some lamb sauce, very different type of lamb sauce, I'm joined by the speedrunner, Gordon Ramsay. Howdy. Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, good to be here. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, pretty decent. I was up late last night, so I'd slept in and essentially just got up. Nice, Eating nice. food after this. <laughs> I am a very productive person. <laughs> yes, well, uh, because you're brand new here, we get to play a little game called The Archive, where you get to give us your favorite video game, game character, and game soundtrack. Uh, let's go. Uh, very difficult questions. <laughs> uh Favorite game's hard. I've always had trouble answering that because there are so many different types of games, you know? Uh, I Xenoblade Chronicles 1 has been living in my head rent-free for a very long time, so I'm tempted to say that. That's a good uh, one. It's very, very good. I as Let's see. I also very much like Dragon Fable, but that's it's a web game that's been in development since like 2006. Oh wow. It's it ranges in quality, but the most <laughs> recent stuff has been very very good. That's I mean, good. It's been going for like 15 years. Uh yeah, favorite character I don't know, man. How <laughs> There's so many. How do you just say, "Ah, oh, yes, yes, I'm going to I'm going to choose this one. This is my favorite." Uh <sighs> I don't know. Shadow the Hedgehog is pretty cool, but I don't know if I'd say he's my favorite. <laughs> uh, Shadow and Shulk are pretty nice. Nice. Uh, OST. I will. Pr- well, let's see. I'm not sure if there's a track I dislike on the Xenoblade soundtrack, but I also feel that way about Sonic 06. Mm-hmm. Very much uh, so. Sonic 06 surprisingly has like, a, I mean, I, I say surprisingly just mostly because you know how, how the yeah. game is, but like its soundtrack is really solid. It's way better than it should be, and it does like so many different styles of music. Yeah, it's quite impressive, honestly. I don't know when I first played the game young enough to not know that Sonic was in anything other than like Smash Bros and Sonic X. <laughs> yeah it's just over at like a relative's house and they had a ps3 with sonic 06 and it's like sonic's in a video game oh <laughs> this is awesome i want this then like got it for christmas or something was i was maybe roughly around the same thing i think i watched sonic x first before playing my first sonic game ever and or it was like i played Sonic Adventure, because Sonic Adventure 2 was my first uh, Sonic game, the battle for the GameCube. Yeah. And it was like almost like immediately after or immediately before that we watched Sonic X. 
And I cannot remember which order that came in, but it was g- good times nonetheless. Simultaneously. Exactly. <laughs> and on the topic of Sonic, uh, this week's startup screen, Sonic has had a lot of stuff for his 30th anniversary this past week. It's quite impressive. Um, starting off on the 23rd, it was the Sonic Symphony. And it was that was great. So good. That was really good. Uh, if you have not checked it out yet, it is the whole thing is on YouTube. It's two hours. There's a 10-minute Chow Garden thing in there. <laughs> inter- a Chow Garden intermission. It, it, it's, it was great. It, it was it was just like one of the great i like that they used uh camera from a mod for it yeah <laughs> like you've got nintendo taking down absolutely anything that touches their ips and then sega's like hey here's our big high publicity 30th anniversary thing also here's chow also here's a mod that somebody made here's the mod creator <laughs> yeah it's just crazy and it's awesome as well like what, what, what was your favorite part of the symphony? Uh, I got in. I forgot that it was happening. Like, so did I. <laughs> I completely forgot that it was a thing. And then some Discord was talking about it. It's like, oh, shoot, Sonic Symphony. So I got in. I think Ride is Unleashed happened. I need to go back and watch the beginning. I went back and watched the 06 segment mm. for obvious reasons. Uh, it was I don't want to cop out and say just the thing as a whole but I enjoyed pretty much every part of it so I don't or every part that I've seen yeah I good. really was... liked uh, how much they showed off Unleashed I don't think that they're going to do anything with that game again it'd be cool if they did but I don't think they will but it's nice that they're willing to acknowledge it now yeah it definitely is I honestly I, I I kind of pogged off right at the beginning because like I think like after they did like the main like three main games and knuckles they had a Sega Saturn uh, oh, yeah. medley and it just started off with Sonic R and I'm like yo let's go <laughs> let's go I need to go watch that it, it was so good and then when and then when they got to the the vocal songs and they started performing uh after the two Sonic Color songs, and then they started playing uh, Endless Possibilities, and Nate Wants to Battle came out. I'm like, yo! I was so surprised that they brought him in. <laughs> that was awesome, though, because like I, I grew up listening to Nate, and I still He's listen good. to his stuff. He's yeah. really good. And if you're looking for a good cover artist, and he also has two original soundtracks, he's definitely a high recommendation on my list for I really, music. I really liked how... Uh, they had brought out Crush 40. Crush 40 was doing their stuff. Then they went back to City Escape. They had Crush 40 playing the band. But then they just replaced the singer with Nate. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I mean, they couldn't get Tony Harnell in because he was the vocalist for that one, I believe. Oh, was he? I believe so. Let's see. Let's I want to City. <laughs> I keep. I might be misremembering oh, it. Uh, performed by Ted Pulley and Tony Harnell. Okay, it was yeah, both of them. Yeah, but yeah, it's still they. Uh, I was actually on his Instagram, and uh, if you, he was talking about like how City Escape was like one of his very first covers as well that he did, and it was now if, for him to perform it live with the band and the backing. It's just, mm, it's it's just yeah. like a good wholesome story at the end of that as well. 
Yeah. Very nice, very nice. It was very nice. Uh, and on top of that, a little bit before that came out, uh, that happened on the 23rd, I think it was like the day before, the 22nd, <laughs> Minecraft decided to get in on the Sonic love and they released Sonic DLC for Bedrock Edition. Um, this That's is, cool. I believe, one of the like the second or the third unique DLC that like Minecraft has officially made. One of the first ones being that Jurassic world DLC where you basically ran Jurassic park in Minecraft. Um, really, and they're really cool DLC packs. Like they're really cool. Cause it like changes up the way the whole game is played and it's super dope. But Sonic came in and one, I'm going to say that the, the, the character sets, the character models, very, interesting for minecraft yeah they're they are very blocky still but uh, also much more <laughs> they they gave him pool noodles for quills <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's That's like a good way to put it it's so cursed but it's minecraft so i respect the effort put into it mm -hmm. and it's like it looks like they cared a lot with the DLC, and I haven't played it myself, but I like it for that. Yeah. I I did play it. It's like 10 bucks Canadian. Uh, I think it's like 7 bucks American. How uh, is it? Because that conversion rate. But you, you go in, there's a little tutorial area to learn how to control Sonic. Uh, shift is how you spin dash. You can jump on bad nicks. You're able to jump on things. Uh you gain speed the more you hold forward. And then you enter the hub world by uh, breaking through the wall. And the hub world is honestly the best part of this entire DLC. I can't tell if that's good or bad. You have references to literally like every single game in the franchise. You have the tornado sitting in a corner. You can interact with it and it turns into the Tornado Mach 2. You have Shadow's motorcycle from Shadow the Hedgehog. You have literally every Wisp type, uh, Orbbot, Cubebot, Omochow, the Hoverboard, uh, Extreme Gears from Sonic Riders are Dang. laying around. And there's a lot of other things like uh, as well. Like I can't even name all of them because there's so many that if you were to go, literally go through it, you could find so many things. And then from this hub world, you can select your character Go to one of the three stages, which uh, you unlock by getting a like score-based unlocking. Or you could also enter the Chow Garden in Minecraft. The first acknowledgement of it since uh, 2001. Yeah. Uh, you play through the stages. You have Green Hill Zone, Chemical Plant Zone, and Sky Sanctuary. You play through them. Each level contains two hidden bonus levels for the Chaos Emeralds. If you collect those six Chaos Emeralds and then get a, like, a combined score of 10,000... Well, I mean, if you get a score of 10,000, you don't need the other Chaos Emeralds, but if you get those six Chaos Emeralds and you're like, well, where's the seventh? Well, you unlock Eggman mode, where you basically have one life, you play through each stage once, and at the end of it, you get access to the seventh Chaos Emerald. You collect all seven of those, you can then play as Super Sonic, which is just Sonic, but he's <laughs> invincible. Like, oh, let's go. Optimal. On top of that, you have a board of achievements. You can play as Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, and Shadow. Each one of them has their own unique abilities. It's kind of cool, like, the amount of effort that put, they put into it. But after a time, like, if you do most of the achievements, like, I got all of them but one. 
And the one that I needed to get was get a combined score of 50,000 points. Oof. Not worth it because of how repetitive the stages get. And it's just like kind of drags on a little bit after a while. Uh, but the cool thing about doing the achievements is you unlock a chow every time you complete one. Let's go. And they actually make the chow sounds from Sonic Adventure 2. Copy paste. Got Copy paste. It. And that's basically the Sonic DLC. <laughs> I saw they had a bunch of unlockable skins, including like Chaos. Uh, yes. Metal. So the other thing about that is if you get the pack, you get access to, I believe it was 24 skins. Um, Dang. They include the main cast of Sonic Heroes. So basically all 12 of them. Eggman, Chaos, Metal Sonic, um, Silver Blaze, I believe, uh, Mecha Sonic, who's different from that Metal Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, three Knuckles, I think. Metal Knuckles, and you know they're all they're all really well designed. I will say that much. Like it is really cool the amount of effort that. Minecraft did put in with Sega for this uh, DLC pack. Is it in the style of like the main character models, or is it like a more traditional Minecraft skin? Uh they're all like uh, with like you said, how Sonic has pool noodles. They all have yeah. that kind of effect on them. Okay, cool, cool. So it's like more custom. Yeah. So you have the main cast of heroes, um, in, uh, including Gamma as well, since he's like the only character that kind of gets left out from like the main cast of people from those games. Yeah, he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, so you basically have every playable character. Oh, and Mighty and Ray. That's who I was missing. So you you basically have like the entire main cast of Sonic. Oh, and Infinite's also there as well. <laughs> Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, it's it's a definitely a wild wacky selection, but it's that was that's the Minecraft DLC in a nutshell. So when are they putting in Elise? Come on, Sega. <laughs> you can do it. I mean don't I feel be cowards. I mean here's the thing. You can I don't know if you knew this, in Bedrock Edition you can make your own Minecraft skins as well. Yeah, but I want like official acknowledgement official that this acknowledgement character exists. Of... Fair enough. <laughs> You made another human a main character in your game, Sega. Own it. Own it. <laughs> the only time the human's ever a main character was Sonic X, I think. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, Eggman. I mean, egg, yeah, but Eggman's the villain, and I yeah, feel like with how rotund he is, he kind of fits <laughs> into the Sonic world a little bit more than a regular he, human. He is more egg than man. Exactly. <laughs> um, more Sonic 30 stuff. Uh... If you didn't know, Sega has been working on a Sonic VTuber. They have? Yeah. Uh, and it's and it's Sonic himself. And he's actually voiced by his Japanese voice actor. <laughs> How much are they paying that man? What does this rig look like? Oh dear. Sonic VTuber. It, it looks decent from what they've shown. Like Sonic. it looks like Sonic. Oh my gosh. I'm just going to DM you this image. <laughs> this is uh, this is not the VTuber, but this is horrifying. Oh no. Oh no. I, I have a bad feeling about this. No. Just look oh, at this oh, man. Oh, that's a horrifying image. 
I will say if you <laughs> want to see this hands? image yourself, I will post this on our on the, the official Tony's Game Lounge Instagram this week, so you can see this image that we are talking about. Um, Where his hands? That is nightmare fuel right there. <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, that's the Sonic VTuber. It's coming soon ish. They haven't really given too many specifics yet about that. But lastly. Sonic Prime, the new Netflix series, had an art piece of artwork leaked. And people are theorizing that we're possibly getting like an, a Sonic verse scenario, because there's like three Eggmen uh, chasing after Sonic. I think they had said before that that's just what it was going to be. Okay. Well, I haven't been paying much attention to Sonic Prime, honestly. Like That's fair. So for, to me, I'm like, ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, And, I mean, if you haven't been paying attention to Sonic Prime, and now you know some things. The concept art looks cool. It, it absolutely does. The concept art looks amazing, for sure. And I'm kind of excited to watch it a little bit. I've been, yeah. I, I, I tried to rewatch Sonic X recently. Maybe got, like, three episodes in before I stopped. Uh, not because, I mean, early Sonic X is interesting, uh, but it gets good when they actually adapt the Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 arcs. I've been meaning to rewatch it. It's I'm definitely got its highs and lows. Hmm? Oh, highs and lows, yeah. I've heard season 3 is good. I think that's the only one I haven't seen before. That's the one where they go to space, right? Yeah. Yeah. The other original arc, basically. I think the French really liked Sonic X or something, so they were like, hey... You wanna, you wanna give us a third season? <laughs> of course, it was the French. It's always the French. I mean, the French are also responsible for Code Lyoko, so yeah, so they, it's, they do have some good taste. Yeah. Oh man, they tried to give that show a live action reboot. Oh, they did. No. Yeah. How many seasons did that get? No. I hope it was only one. I really hope so too. I never watched it, but it. It was a thing they tried. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was Sonic's 30th. That's some of the stuff. Uh, obviously, there will probably still be more stuff. Though I'm betting anything there will be another Sonic Central later this year to talk more about that new 3D Sonic game. No, no, no. It's only going to be Sonic Colors Ultimate. It's Even after only... it releases, we're going to get like uh, Sonic Origins and more Sonic Colors Ultimate. Yeah. Probably. But yeah, that was that. Uh, let us know what you thought about uh, the Sonic 30th. I'll probably have an Instagram post uh, up as well to talk about that. But now it's time for us to jump into this week's past headlines with, with the Week in Review. This Week in Review, a look back at top headlines and stories from the gaming world. And this past week, uh, some of the games that came out, uh, Alex Kidd and Miracle World DX, another Sega title, uh, Scarlet Nexus also dropped, and Mario Golf Super Rush. Oh, is that right? And those are just uh, three of the games that uh, came out this past week. Uh, in the news world, Windows 11 has been announced, and Xbox will be incorporating Games Pass built right into it if you have a subscription to games pass you'll have access to it otherwise if you don't it's just like there until you activate a subscription for it basically um 
We'll also have a couple other things if you're a gamer, as Xbox uh, put in the presentation when they had the stage. Uh, direct storage API and an auto HDR, which are terms I my plebeian brain can't doesn't get. But if you're a expert at that stuff, then cool cool beans, as they say. <laughs> Um, in more Sega stuff, because Sega's actually helping localize this game, Demon Slayer and the Hinokami Chronicles, the Demon Slayer game, will be coming to North America in October. Uh, published by Sega as well, that game. In television adaptation news, Final Fantasy IX will be getting a kids series. There's no release window yet, though, for when it'll drop, but Final Fantasy IX, of all things. Final Fantasy IX. When I hear Final Fantasy and turning it into a kid's show, I don't know a lot about Final Fantasy, but isn't it like, you know, a bit darker? Most of the games are. I think Nine is a little bit on the lighter side. Uh, all I know about Nine is that uh, you have it went back to its roots a little bit. Uh, to the more fantasy style, um, because this is where uh, Vivian, Vivi, or uh, I, I just know it as Vivi because of Kingdom Hearts, the black mate, the little black mage. Uh, oh, this yeah. is the one that they're from. <clears throat> well, so, it's going to do well then. I, I absolutely think so. It's I, I, and then you know it'll have those uh, very dark messages, but like you know it'll teach you a, le- a lesson and be one of those types of kids shows. Subliminal messaging. Exactly. Play Final uh, Fantasy fourteen. In upgrading news, Kerbal Space Program will be coming to the Series X and PlayStation Five with free upgrades if you have the PlayStation Four or Xbox One version of the game. That's going to be coming out sometime this fall. Uh, In Nintendo-ish news, uh, that Game Builder Garage, uh, basically dreams for the Nintendo Switch, if if you may, uh, it's been seeing a lot of success. People have been building some pretty dope games uh, and have actually rebuilt F-Zero, Mario Kart, Pac-Man, and someone even built a a 3D Sonic game. (laughs) You think Nintendo will take down fans recreating their games in their own game? Nah, I think they're giving people freedom. Like they've given them the tools. It's, I and they they've uh, they're letting people build the assets. I I think it should be fine. It'd be pretty funny if they did, though. I mean, it'd be funnier <laughs> if they only took down the F Zero one. Yeah, <laughs> everything else. Everything stays. else stays, but it's just the F Zero one <laughs> is gone. No F Zero, no Mother Three. Yeah, rip. Um, in tie-in movie games, Space Jam Two. It's going to be getting a tie-in game, uh, I think, around the time the movie comes out in theaters or a little bit later. So look forward to that. Haven't seen one of those in a long while. And in more movie stuff, the Borderlands movie has finished filming. And uh, they also showed us what Claptrap looks like for the movie. And guess what? Looks like Claptrap. So good job, movie studio, whoever the studio was you, you made a claptrap now just show me a trailer so i can judge if this movie will be decent or not no shot yeah i i'm intri- i i definitely i'm intrigued by this film it's you have like it's got a lot of promising things but then it's also like roland is being played by kevin hart 
And I'm just like... <laughs> Jack Black is Claptrap. Oh, let's go. Yeah, Jack Black is Claptrap. Uh, fuck, who else was is in there? Kate Blanchett is Lilith. Uh-huh. This movie cannot fail. Jamie Lee Curtis is Tannis, I believe. It cannot fail. <laughs> I mean, they showed us the thing at E3. They gave us Kevin Hart at E3. It cannot fail. Has Kevin Hart? How could it possibly How go could wrong? It possibly fail. Um, in Lego news, some new Lego Mario sets were announced, and they're coming August first, along with like uh, some co-op stuff from Lego Mario and Lego Luigi. Uh, some of the sets include a Bowser airship, a boss set for the Sumo Bro Triple Tower, Lucky Two Sky World, Resnor Knockdown, a B Mario set, a Frog Mario set, and just little free packs of Mario characters. And that's really dope. I really like the Lego Mario sets. They look really cool. Uh, I just don't have any because I don't have money for Lego. Understandable. In Tekken news... Katsuhiro Harada, the producer for Tekken, has officially confirmed that uh, the Tekken Cross Street Fighter game has died in development. So if you were looking forward to that game, which I think was in development hell for like a good long while, it's not happening anymore. Man, now we only have Street Fighter Cross Tekken. (laughs) Now we only have Street Fighter Cross Tekken in Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Um... In PlayStation Store news, Cyberpunk 2077 is back in the store. Oh, dear. Uh, this is because of all the bug fixes and all that stuff. That it's, their PlayStation is like, okay, you can put it back in. But only for a short, but only only until we hear something bad again about, <laughs> It'll about it. Um, so that's happening. Pokemon Unite, that... Uh, League of Legends Pokemon game. It's uh, coming to July for the Switch and September on mobile, for fr- and it's going to be free. Uh, they at least uh, they had dropped an official trailer, and I think also a little showcase for the game as well, uh, I think two weeks ago. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, it's looks, you can evolve your Pokemon from what I could g- I gather, but like the main gimmick is like it's basketball as well. If you're trying Ooh. to dunk on your enemies to get po- it, it looks interestingly weird. Yep. Uh, but hey, in some sale news, the Steam Summer Sale. It's on now. So go pick up all those favorite games for dirt cheap prices. Because I know I will, because I'm getting my PC very soon. So I'll be able to take advantage of it for the first time ever. Oh, let's go. I'm excited. I'm like Sonic Adventure 2 is like two bucks. PCs are pretty useful. And uh, Planet Zoo with everything is like only 50 bucks. So it's looking pretty Wait, good. How much is that normally? Uh, 70, 80 Canadian. Oh, okay. And considering you're getting like all the expansions with the game, it's that's not bad. <laughs> In Halo news, Halo Combat Evolved now has modding support within the Master Chief Collection. So now you can mod the first Halo game in the Master Chief Collection. PAX West is confirmed for an in-person event come September. And lastly, Ireland. They're using Assassin's Creed Valhalla to help promote their tourism for their country. (laughs) Ooh, boy. 
so hey, that's uh good job, Ireland. Yep, this is what it's got. I mean, I know New Zealand uses like Lord of the Rings pretty heavily. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. It, you could probably do worse. I don't know a lot about uh, Valhalla. I mean, it, it looks, looks all right. It looks good. Like, I think that's that's the big reason of like with all the landscapes. It's like, hey, I know you've been playing Assassin's Creed, but how would you like to see it in real life? Come to Ireland. That's basically it. You know, when you say Assassin's Creed, I don't think big, burly Norse man. Yeah. <laughs> what have they done with that series? They, they It's definitely gone a direction. An interesting direction, uh, to say the least, since, uh, kind of since, or, uh, no, I wouldn't say or, since Origins, since the Odyssey, really, is kind of when I think it kind of changed a bit. Hmm. But yeah, really? that's, uh, those were the headlines this past week. Um, <coughs> in the, in TCG world, in the TCG news for the, this week's Draw the Deck, the world of Pokemon, Evolving Skies, that's the next, uh, TCG uh, regular set that comes out August 27th and also we got an announcement for the Celebrations Collection that'll be kicking off October 8th it's going to have various types of box a whole um, variety of boxes uh, each will include 10 booster packs uh, 5 additional booster packs and some of them will have a special Greninja foil card uh, you can check out their Twitter for more info on uh, the Celebrations pack there's like a whole bunch of things coming for that. Uh, in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, in the TCG and OCG release news, King's Court comes out, well, it's now out, uh, came out June 25th. Uh, same with the OCG set Overlay Universe, which came out on the 26th. And coming up on July 15th, you have Synchro Storm. July 30th, the Cyber Strike deck. October 1st, uh, Animation Chronicle and Brothers of Legend. On the 22nd of October, Burst of Destiny, and a box set, Maximum Gold, El Dorado, November 19th. Uh, and also, we have some Egyptian God figures uh, coming in the months through November, December, and January. Uh, one uh, Egyptian God per month, and they're roughly 216 American dollars. Because uh, that's what the conversion from the yen was. Oof. Uh, and in Magic the Gathering news, hey, that D&D crossover uh, with Magic the Gathering, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, that's coming really soon. Uh, next week, actually, the official, well, in two, two, three weeks, the official release is July 8th, but the preview starts next week on Jul June 29th. And this also ties into the Dice is Right with our tabletop news for the day. Um, they will be making a pretty decent uh, role-playing adventure uh, that will be like part of like the this crossover event that comes out June 29th. Uh, it's for like mid-level D and D players, so if you want to play that campaign, that comes out June 29th. From the sound of things, and that's everything that's happened this past week in the world of video games. Uh, any thoughts, Gordon? Uh, I'm just I just like Sonic. Hey, fair enough. The blue hedgehog uh, goes fast and I <laughs> smile. <laughs> uh, well, that happened. It's now time to take a look at what comes out next week. Here are the games that should be on your radar. From AAA titles to upcoming indies, here is what should be on your radar. 
And for the first time in, like, forever, really, it's a really weird week. We have no Monday releases, as per usual. On Tuesday, we have Curve Space coming out on everything except the Switch. Destroy All Humans coming to the Switch, as well as Disgaea 6, Defiance of Destiny. Doom Eternal gets to the PS5 and Series X. Sky, Children of the Light hits the Switch. And Spirit of the North hits the Series X and Xbox One. And on Wednesday, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus comes to everything. Greedfall hits the Series X and PlayStation 5. Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol come to the PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One, the remasters of those games. And A Tale of Synops, The Chaos Theories, comes to the PC and Switch. And that's everything. No Thursday Fri- or Friday releases this week. Uh, and that's, that's mostly because it's the holiday weekend for both Canada and the U.S. Canada Day is, of course, on July 1st. And July 4th is uh, July 4th. Freedom. So, no video games coming out. So it's uh, enjoy the holiday safely no because you know COVID is still a thing. So get yeah. vaccinated, but and celebrate safely. Yeah, no video gaming on Freedom Day. No video gaming on Freedom Day. Um, and that's those are the games coming out this week. Uh, again, not a lot. Um, I'm excited for what am I excited for? Honestly, there isn't much I'm excited for this <laughs> upcoming no week. Excitement. Uh, Zombies Ate My neighbor and Ghoul Pat- Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol. That's kind of cool. They're classic old games, and they're getting the remaster treatment a little bit, so that's nice. Uh, and Doom Eternal is going to look great on the Series X and PlayStation 5. So, yeah, that's really about everything game-wise. Uh, any other thoughts on those, Gordon? Uh, I'm just happy to have Next Gen, and I need to pick up some of these games. Like, I haven't played Doom Eternal yet. I need to play the original 2016 Doom still. I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I've played any Doom. I, I, I haven't played any Doom either. <laughs> There's been no Doom. No Doom. No Doom. Sadly. But yeah, uh, with that, it's time for us to move on to the bread and butter of this week's episode. This Week in the Game Lounge. This Week in the Game Lounge, Tony talks a variety of topics with his weekly guest. Starting off with our first topic, a game that's near and dear to our guest here, Gordon Ramsay, Sonic 06. So you're a speedrunner, specifically this game. Uh, how long have you been speed? How <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been speedrunning in general, and how long have you been speedrunning 06? Uh, 06 was the first game I actually did speedruns for. <clears throat> I picked it up back in April of 2020, I think. It was like mid or late April, I think. Uh, I've done glitch hunting for games before. Hollow Knight's probably the most notable one. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> I was six back in April of 2020. The amount of time I've put into it since then, I don't know because 06 doesn't track playtime, and I'm kind of glad that it doesn't. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I try not to think about it too much. (laughs) So, walk us through the speedrun for Sonic 06. Uh, So, you've got three hedgehogs. You've got Sonic Shadow and Silver. And you have two main categories. There's no credits warp, which is exactly what it sounds like. Just, you can beat the game, you can do whatever you want, but you can't warp to credits. 
And then there's any percent, which is do literally anything you want, which includes credit swarping through various glitches. Uh, there used to just be one way to credit swarp, but we found more since then. Anyways, we also have the side categories of like 100% for each story, 100% overall, yada, yada, yada. Each of the hedgehogs plays very, very differently. So overall, 06 is like, it's a very, very good speed game. I think it is one of the biggest Sonic speed games, actually, and it's only getting bigger. I'm not sure where it is technically. I don't know how it compares to Heroes or SA1. It's not as big as SA2, but it's definitely popping. The game's been doing well. It Each of the hedgehogs, like I said, they offer very different styles of gameplay. So depending on, like, you can go into the game and they're just, Depending on what you want, there's probably hedgehog for it. Uh, I'm not sure how to word it properly. Sorry. <laughs> there's a hedgehog <laughs> for everything you want. Everything you want, we've got a hedgehog. <laughs> so, like Sonic Story, he it doesn't it hasn't seen a lot of new tricks discovered in years, but the category has just been getting more and more optimized through new routing and better movement. Uh, that doesn't say it doesn't have tricks. Sonic's like a good blend of here's some big flashy trick, and then for a few stages we're going to just have tight movement. Like in his very first stage, you line yourself up on a loop at the very start, you make your <clears throat> homing attack target the loop, because for some reason you can do that in 06. Uh, you line yourself up just right so that it misses, and your homing attack keeps going until you hit invisible collision towards the end of the stage. Oh, wow. That's okay then yeah so like that's a very big visual flashy thing and it saves a ton of time and it's very very cool uh but then for the next few stages you may have that but to a smaller extent or it may just be we're going to take our lines very tightly here we're just going to focus on moving through the stage keeping our speed going as much as possible uh shadow story before 2020 was pretty much just movement he had a few very stupid tricks, like frame-perfect garbage that you either went for and got on your first or second attempt and saved a bit of time, or it killed your run. Frame-perfect garbage with no visual cues or lineups, I should oh, say. okay. Uh, yeah, like very... Like very frame-perfect garbage, gotcha. <laughs> uh, it was bad. Uh, his only real trick i think was the ability to kind of phase through geometry which is it's impactful and it lets you skip a fair bit of stages but it it's not like a massive trick it's like okay normally i would have to do some combat or find a switch to open this door but instead of doing that i can just go through the door and keep moving mm -hmm. so it's just a lot of clean movement his only movement option though was basically the homing attack. <clears throat> so moving in Shadow Story was just line yourself up, spam the A button, take some nice lines. It wasn't very interesting. 2020 hit and Shadow just exploded. And now the category is like, you can still play it very basically, just normal movement stuff. But pretty much every single stage has at least one insane trick open to you. Like in the very first stage, you can... They, you can clip out of bounds twice 
to skip massive portions of the level, and then you can break the result screen so that you can play on it, then pull up a dialogue box, which for some reason lets you skip the result screen. It's the very first stage. You have tons of out of bounds. You're completely breaking the stage visually, like playing on the result screen. You're skipping it. It's like, what the heck? What is this? It's great. Uh, other stages might have you messing up your lock-on so that you get warped to the origin of the map, like the coordinate zero zero zero, and then flinging yourself into a kill plane from there and using your dead body to hit a checkpoint, which you can just barely make load in. And then when you respawn, you're at that checkpoint way later in the stage. So it's sick. Shadow is very, very cool. You can play it movement-based, or you've got all these flashy tricks you can go for. Uh, Silver is not like playing a game, Oh, which isn't to discredit it. The Silver speedrun is insanely cool. Sonic 06 is Silver speed game and every other hedgehog's just living in it. But uh, in 2020, the main Silver Runner focus site was in a marathon and accidentally discovered a new trick. So Silver's whole gimmick is he can interact with the assets in a stage, you can pick them up, you can throw them around, you can stand on them and lift them up to carry yourself around. It's like you see some wooden box, you can use that as a tool to move through the stage or as a weapon. It's cool, but this is Sonic 06, so obviously that lets you break things a ton. And what Focus found was if you're lifting an object and you stand just right, you can throw the object that you're lifting, and that gives it an insane amount of speed, but it doesn't take you off of it. So we call that telethrow. And that has changed some stages from like, let's say one of the shorter ones was like a minute and a half before. It's now about 17 seconds because at the very beginning, you just jump on a shovel, you lift it up, you throw yourself to the end. It changed Silver's category to be a game of uh, find the right lineup to telethrow and make it to the end. <laughs> And it's insane to watch, but very difficult, very technical. Very okay. cool, though. Yeah, very cool. Where do you stand in like the leaderboards for the three stories? Uh, I have world record in Shadow Story, and I've done meme runs in Sonic Story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really bad at Sonic, but I haven't put a ton of time into seriously grinding the category uh running 06 is interesting because there are three main versions of the game there's the 360 which is what most people run there's the ps3 which a few people run <laughs> and there's xenia which is an emulator for the 360 version okay which not as many people run but xenia is definitely the best it's an emulator so load times are sped up significantly there's almost no slowdown and also, uh, because it's on PC, we have a in-game timer. So like, we don't have to factor in loads when timing your runs on emulator, uh, which helps a ton, obviously. There are so many different tools that you can use for practice, like spawn into specific sections or infinite lives. It's great. The scene is amazing. On 360, it's pretty stable, but... The load times are obviously a lot longer. That gets memed a lot in 06. And they're also variable. So sometimes your Xbox can just say, okay, today I'm going to load everything very, very quickly and save you like 
two and a half minutes in this run just because I decided to go burr, which makes it a bit <laughs> annoying at the top level. Yeah, I can imagine. So on, on 360, it's uh, determined in RTA then? Yeah, we have tried to make a loadless timer, or by that I mean Labras has tried to make a loadless timer. Great runner. Uh, he's done a lot of tech stuff for us, but we're not sure if it's ever going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so and what about the PlayStation 3 version? I've heard only like rumors that it's got it, it's very different. I freaking love the PS3 version, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> so PS3 got extra dev time, uh, but it didn't. But it's also the PS3, so it's like very hard to develop for in general. So the PS3 version, by default, loads things way, 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 way slower than the 360 version. I, I cannot, I don't have the number offhand, but it's minutes and minutes of extra loading Oh no! Uh, on the PS3. But recently, I yelled at the admins enough, of which I have since become one, uh, to allow soft modding the PS3 to install the game to an SSD or HDD, which will speed up the load times to be by default, like on par with the better 360 load times. And I think with SSD, you can even surpass it a bit. So in that regard, PS3 can be pretty darn consistent and it's great. We don't have a ton of info on it yet though, because not too many people have run PS3. Also, uh, Generally, the frame rate is much more inconsistent. There are a few areas which have no lag on PS3, but lag like crazy on 360. But in general, your frame rate's going to be dancing the tango on PS3. <laughs> it's going to be spiking up to levels that you think, huh, this is pretty good. And then it's going to be like, I don't want to say 5 FPS, but you can feel the frames. And that can affect stuff like how you can clip out of bounds. I need to do more research into it. Wow. Uh, but it does affect the run. And also, PS3 has kind of bug fixes. Like I mentioned earlier in Sonic's first stage, you can homing attack loops. Mm -hmm. You can't do that on PS3 for oh. some reason. You can't target loops with your homing attack. So that massive time save isn't there on PS3. You have to do that trick much later into the level. Um, some object placements have been updated, which could affect some categories if people ever decide to run them like no major glitches and it partially patches the credits warp. I won't go into too much detail because it's like a bunch of technical stuff with Halo six uh, loads things internally, but partially patches it. So, Oh, also the other big thing <laughs> for some reason. Okay. So Oh six internally, it has these little invisible volumes called event boxes. It's like, hey, if the player enters this space, make this thing happen. And that could be taking you to another section of the level. It could be spawning in enemies, yada, yada, yada. You can do basically whatever you want with them, and it's great. On PS3, for some reason, they decided to tie spawning in like very, very crucial parts of the level to going through event boxes. <laughs> so there are times where you'll take a corner too tightly on PS3, and some conveyor belt that you need just won't load. Oh. Or bridge won't be there. <laughs> I don't... We can probably break that in some way. I need to go through and document what all is tied to that. But it's so random, but so funny. 
Oh, uh, that's yeah, that's man. Oh boy. <laughs> it, you see, there's a cool thing about uh, Sonic 06 that I will bring up is uh, you can actually watch uh, Gordon run the game on YouTube. He's actually been, he's our first guest speedrunner guest who's actually been at uh, a GDQ event. Let's go. Let's I go. <laughs> um, so I do want to ask you, what was uh, what was it like being at GDQ? Well, it was virtual, so yes, not, it was the, I don't the think I got the full experience. I'm going to try to get in again when they go in person again. We'll see if I can get Project 06 in or Lost World or something. Anyways, uh, it was pretty good. I'd done some marathon runs in the past, though, so it felt like that just on a bigger scale, I guess. I had co-commentators this time. I think I've had that like once or twice before, but we practiced it a ton. We didn't have an exact script that we were following, but we had run it enough that we generally knew what we were going to say and when, and we had like, hey, you're going to take uh, explaining this trick or explaining this part of the stage and whatnot. And that was really, really good because when my run came up, they had tech issues like GDQ did. So... All of my commentators were on, I think it was like a three-second delay. And if you know that and you watch back through it, there are a few instances where you can see, oh, okay, uh, I'll hit a trick visually, and then a few seconds later, they'll see it, and you can hear them comment on it. But as far as the actual explanations, <laughs> we had drilled it so much that it went amazingly. Like, there was one stage, Flamecore, uh, Focus Sight mentioned him before, Silver Runner, was explaining how Section 1 worked. And there's one bit where he said, now you can see over here on your right, there's a jump panel, but we're going to skip that because that's very slow. Right as he said that, I had just passed, like you could still see the panel on screen. I had just got to that point. And again, he was on like a three second delay. He didn't know where I was in the stage, but it lined up. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's very fun. I'd definitely like to do it again. Yeah, it was it was a really good run. I enjoyed watching through it. it Thank was, you. I was quite impressed, and that brings me to my next thing. Uh, you you mentioned uh, just brought up Project O Six. What is it, and how is it? Are differences and similarities to O Sonic O Six? What is Project O Six exactly? It's the game that M will never play on stream. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Anyways, uh, Project 06 is a recreation of 06 from the ground up, built in Unity. So it's completely free. You can go in and install it right now if you want. Not a plug. Uh, it's built by pretty much one person, Chaos X. And he did it because he was like, I want to play Sonic 06, but I don't have the means to. So I'm just going to make it myself but I'm going to make it good and show that this game is good. So visually, it's going to be like, okay, you're going through the same stages. This is recognizable as 06, but everything else is different. Uh, graphics and lighting are all massively improved. The game has like actual momentum to it. Uh, your moveset is much more fluid. It, it's kind of cliche to say, but it really makes the game feel like what Sonic Adventure 3 would have been. He hasn't removed any mechanic that was in the original 06, as far as I know. He's just kind of added stuff and restored what was scrapped or went unused. So it's it really highlights the potential that 06 had. It's really freaking fun to play. It's like, yeah, 
this is L6's level design and all, which is really, really good, uh, with an engine that feels a lot more like adventure. It's insanely fun to play. I cannot recommend it enough, especially if you played the original. I have played the original. I played it on the 360. Uh, I I will say that Sonic's uh, speed sections sucked the most. <laughs> Mock speed. And uh, the um, the silver fight as Sonic. Mock speed's been improved for Project 06. So if you're running at low speeds and you hit an object, you won't take any damage. You will just kind of bounce back a little. You can control Sonic in the air. You can do a bounce stack to slow down, or you can slide to slow down. If you're going at top speed, you'll destroy any objects that you run through. Not like solid stuff like a like, yeah, that like cave the, wall. But, but like boxes enemy. and stuff yeah. and enemies. That's like cool. Like enemies, yeah. And I forget if you lose all your rings when you take damage. I think you do, but you have so many options to not, you know, yeah, hit, you, you have better damage. You have better control yeah. over it, so... It, it plays very, very well. Okay, I'm, I'm intrigued on this. I will, I'm definitely going to grab this when I get my PC. Let's go. This and sounds... then you can join me in yelling at M. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Another reason to yell at M and send him TTS Brian memes. Let's go. I'll do it someday. Oh, uh, honestly, like I for what for everything 06 was, I honestly did have a fun time with the game. Like, I enjoyed it very well. I think it. if Sega hadn't rushed, I think we could have had a really good Sonic game on our hands. I don't know if it's, like, the Stockholm Syndrome talking, but I've recently, like, I've always kind of liked 06, but I've recently got to the point where I think it is legitimately a pretty darn fun Sonic game. It's just... A lot of what people will call like glitches and whatnot in 06 are just uh, this set file is designed poorly. If you hit this thing in just this very particular way, then it might kill you. Mm-hmm. But, or you might get soft locked. Like, uh, oh, look, I'm Rooster Knuckles. Oh, hey, this wall looks cool. I can't get off. You can always get off, but it can be a pain. <laughs> um, but yeah, or it's like, hey, this is a mechanic that seems bad or glitchy, but it's just never explained. Like, uh, rail grinding in 06, a lot of people get on it, and it's slow. And maybe they tap the X button once, and they see Sonic spin around a little, but they're like, huh, I didn't go any faster. The way rail rail grinding works is every time you press the X button, Sonic will speed up a bit. But if you mash it too much, then you'll get locked out and lose your speed. So... Uh, rail grinding is like a small rhythm game where you're trying to get three X presses or square if you're on PS3 every time you do a full rail trick. And once you have that down, rails are super, super fast, and it's pretty fun to do because generally they're like these cool cinematic sections and you can just kind of stop and take in the scenery, which eh, it's 06. It's not the best visuals, but it's not bad. And you're somewhat engaged timing your rails. So... It's got like 50 layers of jank that or poorly explained mechanics that you have to get through. But if you can manage to get through all of that, it's got a very unique engine that allows for some very precise movement. It's got so many gameplay styles that you can do so much with. It's fun and it's got great level design. 
And kind of speaking of level design, you're working on a, a mod of sorts for 06? Uh, yep. <laughs> so let's talk about this. Yeah, super hard mode. So 06 has about four scrapped stage difficulties for every single stage. So in retail, there's normal and hard, and then very hard was DLC. They scrapped easy, super hard, ultimate, and extra, which we're not entirely sure what extra would have been. But through modding, you can actually get stages to load. Um, whatchamacallit? You can get them to load super hard and extra as menu options. And so I thought, huh, as far as I know, nobody's attempted to make an actual super hard mode for Sonic 06. Uh, I have been playing this game for like a decade. I have been speedrunning it. I know it very well inside and out. I want to try to learn how to mod this game and how to use like the level editor tools and create a super hard mode, which isn't meant to be like, hey, let's just make a bunch of required combat and all these enemies have a ton of HP and there are spikes everywhere and haha, isn't this fun? Um, like I, I've said it a few times, but 06 has legitimately interesting level design and the very hard mode DLC really leaned into that to give you a bunch of just really unique perspective on stages and new uh, ways to play them. Like for instance, Wave Ocean is basically Emerald Coast from SA1. Yeah, you even have the whale chase. Yeah, but like in very hard mode, they take that whale chase and they make it an active mechanic. It's no longer automated. So throughout the stage, Sonic is running across these bridges placed in the water and doing platforming across them. But the entire time, you are being actively chased by these orcas. Oh, no. It's no longer automated. They are pursuing you and you have got to run. And like, it's super sick because you're playing through the stage in reverse, but you're also going to parts of the stage you wouldn't normally see because they're having you run across the water. Uh, the orcas are chasing you. It's super unique. And it's a stage that you may have played a thousand times, but when you're going through it in that way, it's recognizable. But you think, yeah, this is something new. I can't just do, I can't just rely on the routes or skills that I've acquired from playing the game a ton i have to adapt to this new environment so that's kind of what i've been doing in super hard mode i'm trying to give you new perspective on stages so maybe that's playing through them backwards but also implementing a fair challenge it's pretty hard but it's not like kaizo or haha you have to be a speedrunner to get through this <laughs> <laughs> but i'm also throwing in unique mechanics like in I just finished Sonic's Dusty Desert, and there's a section towards the end where you actually have to run from Silver. Like, the Silver boss fight. He's in there, and he's now aggressively chasing you. And you have to run from him. There will be another section where it's like, this room is kind of maze-like, so I lean into that, I give you a top-down perspective, and you're seeing Sonic run through this maze, and you have to guide him through it. Ooh, that's really dope. And so how many uh, stages have you completed so far? I have finished three, Kingdom Valley, Wave Ocean, and Dusty Desert. I've done a little work on Aquatic Base because 
I mentioned to one of my playtesters that I was messing around with the idea of making aquatic base a mock speed, <laughs> writing a mock speed section to it. And he's like, yes, please do that. Do that. Do that. It's like, this isn't going to play well. So I put mock speed Sonic into aquatic base and somehow the level design, the amount of speed you have, the length of it, it works really, really well. <laughs> so... I'm not done with that stage, but I do have a mock speed somewhat functional for it. And I've started on Crisis City. Nice. That's that's incre- that's incredible. I, I don't think I could ever get to the level that you're at for like that type of development. I don't, I, I don't think I'm smart enough for that, like skilled nah, enough to do that. It's just something you can pick up. Like I, I started out, Sonic 06 has a bunch of town missions in it. They're like 52, I think. Uh, but there are 58 ones left on the disc, which are inaccessible. And they're in varying states of completion, so some are basically just text references, others are pretty much good to go, and just for some reason weren't added in, or need a quick edit to the code. So it's like, huh, these exist, nobody's restored them, I want to do that. So I started with that back in April of this year, I think. Did that for about a month, and that was pretty much like my introduction to modding 06 properly. Wow. From there, I've started on super hard. The tools are great. Uh, there's a fair bit you kind of have to figure out as you go along, but there's a pretty active modding community. So it's fun. That, that's really cool. That's that, that's just It's just so cool to kind of see this, especially a game like Sonic 06, where it's like the modders take it into their own hands. It's just like... It is a sandbox... So and I love it. <laughs> uh, like yesterday, uh, yesterday, I was messing around for Crisis City. I wanted to have Sonic and Shadow go through the mock speed section together in some capacity. It's like, huh, I wonder if I could have Shadow running, like driving his motorcycle and shooting down obstacles for Sonic. And I figured out a way to actually give you control over Sonic and Shadow simultaneously, one controller. What? I'll link you the video, and when it works, it's really cool. Uh, I don't think I can use that idea, because, good gosh, did it not control very well. (laughs) But (laughs) it was possible. And it's like, holy crap, just through some quick modding of 06, I can give you control over two players at once and it's like full control you can boost break uh shoot stuff down with the motorcycle while also controlling sonic and having all of his abilities it's awesome there are so many things in this game that you can just do that's that's crazy that's it's 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 amazing the amount of stuff that you guys the modding community has been able to do with this that's just dope it's insane Playing 06 with patches like on Xenia is a much, much better experience than retail. Well, uh, anything else you would like to add about Sonic 06 before we move on to our second topic? Uh, play Project 06, please. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, I'm going I'm to get that. Uh, uh, if everything goes according to plan, tomorrow, day of recording this tomorrow, so yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast on day one. Oh, wait, sorry, not tomorrow, in two days. But yesterday, if you're listening to this podcast when it comes out, I should have my PC. Let's go. So, if all goes according to Kotaku, if all things go according to plan, 
I should have a PC and I'll be getting a bunch of games day one. So I'll be sure to pick that up. Let's go. With that, it's time for us to move on to our second topic, which are just some other games that we're excited for that are coming out uh, kind of this year. And so, Gordon, I'll let you start this off again. Let's go. Uh, (laughs) Scarlet Nexus, I actually just picked that up. I got up uh, before this podcast just a little bit, and I checked GameStop. It's like, okay, I'm planning I can pick this game up after. Uh, And I checked their inventory, and it said, there is one copy. (laughs) I thought, huh? And it was in, like, the next city over. I checked again. They had, or maybe next town, I don't know technical term whatever yeah it is a ways away it's like i can make this drive sure but i i don't know if i can get this game i found another one closer to me so i quickly booked it over i went in there the guy was like huh i think you're the first person to express interest in this game and i think we only got one copy (laughs) so man scarlet nexus is going to be good it's it's a great game it looks i I was watching because i'm like i don't really know what scarlet nexus is so i I looked up the trailer it's by cap capcom or is it bandai namco or is it bandai namco Namco. they also did code vein right yes i believe so yeah because i'm looking at this i'm like oh hey i'm getting a lot of like code vein like visual vibes from this uh, but the gameplay is like a lot more, like action oriented than flow, and it's like very fast paced actiony. And I'm like, yo, this looks I dope. Need, I need to play Code Vein after this. Uh, yeah, I thought Scarlet Nexus was just going to be an Xbox thing, so I saw when it was first announced and thought, huh, that looks good. Uh, but then the other day, I saw it was on PS5 and had a demo, and it's essentially a combat demo with some story thrown in, but. It is. It's really, really good. And the way they make use of the controller is amazing. Like, the whole gimmick is your character has... Uh, psychic links psych- with, your, yeah, like, with your allies. Yeah, and he himself has psychic abilities, so you can lift things up and throw them at your enemies. Like, you can use the surrounding area as a weapon. It's like, Basically, what if Silver, Silver the, Hedgehog. the Hedgehog was an anime? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but what really caught me off guard was how they use the DualSense controller. So whenever you're near, like whenever there's an object that you can lift up, the right trigger will click and get a little bit of resistance. Yo! So you don't need to be able to see the object. It can just be like wherever. You don't need to have line of sight with it. It's just if there's an object nearby that you can use in combat you get that tactile feedback and you just know, okay, I have these abilities available to me while doing combat. And it's so freaking cool. That's, that's really, that's actually really cool. Cause it's kind of like you're, you're the psych, you are psychic yeah. yourself. Yeah. That's dope. Holy <laughs> shit. It's so sick. And I'm thinking, dang. And that was just in the demo. What are they going to do in the full game? And what can other games do with this? Oh, it, it's such a little thing, but just, okay, my controller's clicked. I've got these objects nearby. I can use this. Don't have to see them. I just know they're there. It's so cool. That, that's, fuck, I'm extremely interested in this game now. Is it only PS5 and no, Series X, or is it on? It's, it's on, on PC, everything. I believe. Yeah, PlayStation 4, PS5, 1, Series X, uh, Series S, and PC. Let's go. I might... 
I might get that for the PS4 because that's what I would play it on. It looks, it looks really cool. I am. The visuals are great too, yeah, and like looks, the music. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to play it. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that it, that just looks dope, and I'm I'm kind of glad that you brought that up because like I would not have I would have slept on this game. Like yeah, I. I don't know how many people are even going to pick this up, but it's looking so good. And it was pushed so heavily on Xbox, but it's got like that incorporation with the controller on PS5. I don't know if Xbox can even do anything similar. But, I mean, oh. with how the PS5 uh, and the DualSense, how they advertise it, like, this is the only controller in the world like this. Yeah. Unless you literally link up your brain to a controller, <laughs> nothing's going to do this. Nothing's going to come close. You are the controller. You are the controller. I mean, Wait, that, no, that, that's the connect. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, that's let's go back a bit. Let's, let's go back. Uh, yeah. You just triggered some memories of Sonic Freeriders. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I think about uh, why did that game have to exist? Uh, My condolences. <laughs> And I love Sonic Riders, man. It's I need to play it. It's it's really dope. I love Riders so much. Um, Another one that you said you were excited for, Sonic Colors Ultimate. Yeah, I I really think Sega's just been doing very well with this anniversary for Sonic in general. They were a little slow at first, but this past week, they've hit pretty much everything. It's like you've got the Sonic Symphony, and that was great. Uh, You've got. Yeah, you've got the Minecraft DLC, which eh, the gameplay can be eh, but you know, there's a lot of care put into it. Well, a lot really of cool. a lot of love put into that hub world specific, like the hub world specifically. I yeah. would pay, I would pay ten bucks just to like expand upon that and just put in even more references. Like honestly, that's what they if they did that, that would have been like so much cooler. I think. Yeah. That's awesome. You've got a new 3D Sonic game coming at some point, and they're apparently doing something new with it, which will uh, be like the foundation for the series for the next like decade, I think they said. Ooh. Uh, sort of so like that how, could be good. Uh, sort of like how Unleashed kind of with the daytime stages kind of like basically yeah. set the tone for every upcoming game past that point. And Sonic games get mixed reception. I think almost, well, pretty much all of them are good games. They just have some new mechanic put into it which can be off-putting, but when they say we're going to do something new, that makes me really excited because I want to see what wacky idea Mr. Izuka comes up with. (laughs) (laughs) Yuji Naka's Wild Ride may be over, but now it's time for Mr. Izuka's Carnival. Yeah, Yuji Naka's Wild Ride ended with Balan Wonderworld. (laughs) No, let's get the sequel. Let's get the sequel. I don't think it's getting the sequel. Please. Every suit randomly activates, locks your momentum, and kills you. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you've got 3D Sonic game coming up, and apparently they're doing something new. You've got a TV series coming out, which is looking good. You've you got the Sonic Colors animated special. Yeah, that too. You've got the Sonic Origins collection, which one, two, three, and Knuckles CD, and apparently they're basing it off of like, I think it's based off of the Whitehead ports. I think they said Sega Ages, which was on the Switch, but I'm pretty sure those use Whitehead as a base. Nice. And I don't know if you've played those or not. But I mean, I dang. played uh, I played the original games through Sonic Mega and Gems collection. So, uh, the White 
head versions are amazing. I cannot overstate how good those are, especially Sonic 2. Okay, so... so I'm really, really excited for that and what they do with Three and Knuckles. And then you've got Colors Ultimate, which I think of all the Sonic games to get this particular treatment, Ultimate was the best one. Yeah. Because... Or Colors, I should say. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Sonic um, Ultimate. Sonic Ultimate. Sonic Ultimate mode. Anyways, uh, <laughs> they're not doing a lot different with it. Like, if they really wanted to lean into it, they could have combined the acts again like they used to be early in Colors development. And I think that would have been good, but they're keeping it pretty true to the original game. It's probably not going to be a fundamentally different experience, but it should be fresh enough. You've got some extra content thrown in, maybe slightly reworked levels for the new Wisp. You've got some customization options. You've got enhanced graphics. And you're bringing it to Everything. modern hardware. Yeah. yeah. So that's good for Colors, which was locked on the Wii. It's a good game. It's solid, especially coming up after the Sonic movie, which I know they've said that's part of why they chose Colors. I think it's a good introduction for fans who got in for that. Uh if they had done this for a game like Unleashed, I don't think it would have been as good because I think Unleashed is just fundamentally almost perfect. Like, I don't think it would have benefited much from an ultimate treatment like this. Yeah. But colors. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Colors. Yeah. Do you think, uh, do you think we're going to get the next Sonic Ultimate game we're going to get is Lost World? please <laughs> lost world is so good unironically my only experience with that game was playing the wii u demo like i don't even know how long after it had actually come out because i got my wii u late it's like huh, oh, that's kind of fun never touched it again then M had his stream and it's like eh 6.5 it's all right don saying wow this game sucks i'm gonna speed run it and then i picked it up and it was like Holy crap, Lost World is sick. It's <laughs> Why is that why does that game get so much hate? It's not the most inspired level design, but it's not that or like the level uh themes, I guess I should say, because level design's actually kind of cool. It's nothing insane, but it's neat, it's different. The visuals are just solid. I love the enemy design because it's like the classic ones translated well into 3d it's just a fun colorful game and it fits perfectly for the wii u and i think it's like a good look for sonic but it's you there you can do so much with his moveset uh it's not a slow game like once you and it's pretty difficult but once you get it down it's super rewarding it's so fast the soundtrack's great why does Lost World get so much hate? <laughs> I've never played Lost World, so I can't I can't answer that question specifically. <laughs> uh, I just you know what I want though? If they do ever remaster it, I want to make sure that all versions have that Legend of Zelda costume and Zelda level the crossover. Uh, I think somebody's been restoring that DLC. They restored the Yoshi one for PC. Oh, I forgot there's a Yoshi one too. I th I'm not sure if they're done with the Zelda one yet, but they've been making very good progress. Let's go. I, yeah. I will say this about Lost World. It had some weird DLC. It like, did. You have, okay, you have the Yoshi, you have the Zelda, and you also have Knights. 
Did you see the uh, trailer for the Yoshi DLC? I don't think I have. I could probably find it. Let me pull this up real quick. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> I think the thumbnail alone will tell you all you need to know. There we go. Oh my god! <laughs> I I just saw. A th oh my! The th the thumbnail was. Egg. Oh, egg. Oh. Egg with mustache. With mustache. Oh my god. <laughs> but it's just like a yeah. Yoshi's Island level. What the hell? Realistic blue hedgehog. It's so weird, but like... Man, they they were really ambitious with some of that DLC. Like It just... It feels like a complete game to me. It feels like they had an idea. They had the time and everything they needed to execute it. And they did. It's just a solid package. Okay. Huh. That's <laughs> Yoshi's Island Zone. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just a Yoshi's Island. Oh, wait. What's in the Yoshi egg? Is there actually. Oh my god. He's just Yoshi's Island with Sonic. Which uh, trailer did you find? It's actual gameplay. Oh. Oh. You should also check out the one I linked to. <laughs> oh, God, let's see. Oh, man, I'm terrified to see what the announcement trailer was. Oh, it's good. The, the, the thumbnail alone, just to kind of describe, it, think of, like, it's an egg, like a regular, like, brownish egg. Oh, what the f... Um, <laughs> that's, that's a real blue hedgehog. Oh, that's a... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, uh... In the episode description, I'm going to put the link to this trailer because this is something else. Watch it through to the end. I Oh, my God. It's a, a blue, a hedgehog shaded blue, a fox, and then a CGI egg with a mustache on it. And then there's something walking towards them. Uh, and, and there's a dinosaur. <laughs> Just Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh my god. What the hell? Oh, that's a weird-ass trailer. <laughs> I have never seen a game trailer like that before. Thank you, Sega. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the word I would use. Uh, Mystery Zooka's Wild Ride. Mystery Zooka's Wild Ride. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, are there any other games you're excited for that are coming out this year? No, there are no other games I have any hype for whatsoever. No. Jeez, um, let's see. There's a lot that says it's coming out. I don't know if it's going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Isn't God of War supposed to release That got this delayed. Year? That got delayed. Oh, that finally got delayed? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> we covered that a couple weeks ago. It did get delayed to next year, I believe. That's probably good. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually not sure what all's coming out this year and what's all next year. I'm looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy. I know that's 2022. Yeah, unless it gets delayed again. But uh, it'll probably happen. <laughs> it's been in development for a while. A little while, yeah. Uh, for me, me specifically, I'm excited for the new Monkey Ball game, Banana Mania. Uh, I think that's going to be a great way to get me into probably speedrunning as well that uh just monkey ball in general because i've it's dope never played monkey ball You've but i played... fills me with rage just something about i i <laughs> <laughs> i will say i'm not the biggest fan of i i's 
new modern day design. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I like his old design back in the classic uh, Monkey Ball 1 and 2 in Deluxe. What about his new old design? <laughs> but I'm excited for Monkey Ball. That I, I just I love Monkey Ball. I grew up playing it. I played a lot of it as a child. And World 4 uh, in Monkey Ball 2, Stage 10, Arthropod, that stage can go fuck itself. Monkey Ball just looks hard, man. A lot, some stages are, but like some, it's re- very rewarding at times when you figure out that hard stage and like the right movement to get it down. Yeah. Uh, I'm also excited for Mario Party Superstars because I enjoy Fair. Mario Party. I enjoy a good party of the Marios. Did Super Mario Party not do it for you? Uh, it was all right. I'm not, I'm not going to say I didn't like I did. I did. I enjoyed it. Happened. It, it happened. It, it was enjoyable. I basically did everything. I'm like, okay, I'm never going to play this again. And that was it. That was the end of it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so Superstars looks dope. It's same engine, uh, but like classic Mario Party Roots Foundation. What the series strived on for years before Mario Party 9 came along and ruined everything. Nostalgia pandering. Let's go. Let's go. So you, you know what it's is I'm exci- really excited for it. And then the other one other game I'm excited for, I'm not sure if I'm gonna get it right away, but Shin Megami Tensei Five. I have a friend who I think recently played through all the Shin Megami Tensei games. Has played through all the Persona, and I know they were hyped for it. I, I've I've only played through Persona Five, and I've I'm gonna be jumping back into Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe. <laughs> that game let's go uh, and the reason I'm going to get back into it is because if I'm like you know what I want to try out Shin Megami Tensei 5 it's basically what that's the, the franchise that gave us Persona yeah and I love Persona and so I want to play through I want to play through like a mainline series game and I'm like I don't I wasn't sure if I, I'm very on the fence about going to play Nocturne at the moment so that's why I'm like, you know what? I just, I'll, cause the, you don't need to play the previous ones to get into it. So I'm like, I'll just wait till five. It looks cool. It's, it's a switch exclusive. So it gives me a reason to play on my switch a bit more as well. So it looks really good for the switch. It, it absolutely does. I know it got clowned on a little bit for like, for some people saying like, Oh, the graphics don't look great. I'm like, they look good for mm. a switch game. It's surprising. And so uh, it's definitely, I, I'm, ex- I'm, I want to play it. <laughs> oh, Project Triangle Strategy. That was a game. Oh, yeah, that, that. We still don't know much about that. Other than, like, Octopath Fire Emblem. I loved Octopath. I still need to play Octopath, but I don't know if I will. Uh, I love the art design that those games have. Uh, and I'm re- It's why I'm really excited for the Dragon Quest Three remake. Because it's, like, it's basically not- Octopath graphics but dragon quest 3 yeah and so i'm excited for that and i love dragon quest 11 one of my favorite rpgs i need to beat that i didn't get very far into it i haven't i I haven't beaten it either i'm like right at the final boss i haven't beaten them (laughs) let's go so but i did literally everything else i'm like you know what i'm cool i just watched a cutscene of what happens i'm like okay cool i do have the uh slime controller Yo, the slime <laughs> controller, let's go! One of the weirdest controllers ever made! I think I've brought it to a Smash tournament before. <laughs> let's go! 
Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts you want to add before we move on to the final segment of the show? Uh, play Scarlet Nexus, please. <laughs> I will second that. I will second that one. And with that, we're going to jump right into the bonus level. Now accessing the bonus level. And this week in the bonus level, of course, starting with top five. Top five mods you would like to see slash make for a video game. Oh, dear. Top five. Gosh. Uh, it's not something I think about a ton. I, I mean, I'm working on them. <laughs> so I want to finish super hard for 06, and then eventually I'm going to turn that into a full new game plus, which will essentially feature a new campaign new challenges and that should be good but that's going to be a crap ton of work <laughs> <laughs> finish the stages first i need to restore the scrapped multiplayer story for 06 and i'll probably bundle that with a better multiplayer mod in general i think those are that's only like three but i think those are the main ones on my radar at the moment nice uh i'll take it i'll take it I usually get between three to five me specifically and uh, it, it's a good one. At number five, Big the Cat. All player, all all player, all characters in Sonic Heroes are Big the Cat. Please, yes. Uh, mod number two. All characters in Sonic Adventure, Big the Cat, but they play like they play, but it's just Big the Cat. It's just Big. That probably exists. It probably does. Uh, mod three, Sonic Adventure two. All the characters, Big the Cat. <laughs> mod four, Sonic 06, All the characters, Big the Cat. Is it like redesign Big the Cat? Like Eggman got a redesign? Or... Ooh, that would be funny as well. Like literally every character, all the NPCs, all the fucking everyone's just Wait, Big the Cat. I've, I've got the perfect design. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. And uh, uh, last mod, um, Big the Cat in Smash Bros. As every character <laughs> plays as their characters, but they, the models are just made for Big the Cat. Everything. Everything is, is big. big. The cat, and that's th th that's it. I, I would just, I would love to see that, especially for like just like any of the Sonic games. Like just like, even if it's just like for one character, like they just make Sonic big. The cat for like Hero Story. It's just like, it's just a big dude, but he controls like Sonic. And it's just so jarring because of how big and wide he is. I was featuring just, Big the Cat. Featuring mode. Big the Cat. It would just be great. I'm excited for that. Um, it might be on my phone. I'll DM it to you if yeah. I can find it. Uh, but that's top five. Uh, moving on to this week in gaming history, here's what happened in the past from June 28th to July 4th. On the 28th, 1972, Atari Inc. is formed by Nolan Bushnell and Ted Dabney. On the 29th, in 1998, Banjo-Kazooie is released on the N64. On the 30th, 1987, Sega released OutRun for the Sega Mark III in Japan. On July 1st, 1999, Pokemon Snap was released on the N64 for $50. On the 2nd, 1992, Atari withdraws its appeal of the verdict in the antitrust case against Nintendo, and Nintendo agrees not to pursue legal costs from Atari. On July 3rd, 1999, in Weirs Beach, New Hampshire, 
Over six hours, Billy Mitchell plays a perfect game of Pac-Man, achieving the mm. highest score the game allows, which was 3,333,360, which can only be accomplished by guiding Pac-Man to every dot, fruit, and ghost in all 256 levels without dying. And on July 4th, legit, tried to find some stuff, nothing. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. I think that there's a, a game developer that shares a birthday, but that's about it. Uh, that's legit all I could find. <laughs> there is nothing. Nothing. Like people, video games in July Fourth never, never, never happened. Um, the achievement of this of the week this week is in Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. It's called Altered Beast. Pet the sad dog. So go pet the puppy. And the games to look out for this week, I gave it to Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. And here is this week's chicken update. <laughs> Thanks for that update, Mike. Gordon, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me here. This was fun. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Gordon Ramsay, except it's spelled with an I, because some fraud took the other one. <laughs> I stream sometimes, occasionally. You can also find me in the 06 Discord. Uh, Discord's probably where I'm most active. I occasionally upload to YouTube, but you can probably find my channel with just like a Sonic 06 Super Hard Mode. Uh, if you go to videos, it might show. Nope, it doesn't actually. Let's see. Let me see. Sonic 06 Restored. Uh, yeah, if you type in Sonic 06 Restored, it'll show up. Alrighty. With the mod released. And, of course, you can find me over at Tony's Game Lodge on Instagram and Twitch, and at Radio Tony on Twitter. Gordon, thank you once again. This was a blast to have you on uh, talking about Sonic 06. It was <laughs> a fun, fun time. And thank you, the listener, for tuning in this week. Um... Be sure to also rate the podcast because that's how podcasts kind of get noticed. Also by word of mouth. So tell your friends, tell your family to watch, listen, watch and listen to Tony's Game Lounge. And we will see you next week right here in the Game Lounge. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. You can find all social media links in the episode description. Be sure to follow the podcast on your streaming platforms for new episodes and follow Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch for weekly updates.